Pickaxe. Hello my friend, my name's Sean and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that, with meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on the path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Bueno, ¿qué pasó anoche? Ok, no es lo que esperaba, pero tenía el nivel perfecto de picante. Suena interesante y caliente. Tenía todo el sabor. Los Ghost Pepper Wings de Popeyes son tan deliciosos. Espera, yo pensé que hablábamos de tu cita. A veces las cosas no son lo que parecen. Pruebo hoy los Ghost Pepper Wings de Popeyes por 5 dólares, que tienen el nivel perfecto de sabor y picante. Por tiempo limitado en restaurantes participantes de Estados Unidos. Precio puede variar. Impuestos extra. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be live all day, August 28th from 3 p.m. noon Eastern all the way to the middle of the night as we bring you the war in Talor. Two different groups are going to be playing in Talor, both as Araka and Arizar, and you get to influence the results as the third session sees them to clash. One group is going to emerge victorious and it's all going to hinge upon you. That's the exact same time we're going to be launching the second Kickstarter for our setting book series. The Adventure's Guide to Theria Volume 2 to Lore is going to be packed with well over 300 pages worth of stuff. And you're going to be seeing some of that during our streaming session all day, Saturday, August 28th. Depending on which side is winning the conflict based on who you support in the Kickstarter, that's going to be changing things in the stream all day long. We really hope that you can join us and help back this project, bring it to life, help support it, because we've been working for many months behind the scenes. We're trying to pay every artist and ourselves a fair living wage for this, and that requires everybody to show up and spread the word as far and as fast as possible. So again, August 28th, starting at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, we'll be on Twitch all day long, streaming for you guys. Without further ado, let's hear from a couple of words from our sponsors, and then we'll get to today's brand new episode. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jace. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, start with Jamie. Hello, I'm Jamie. I play Volotheus, the Tiefling Paladin. I thought we lost you there for like half a second. And I just, <laughs> Job, uh, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and Kelsey. I'm Kelsey, and I play Calypso Lovelace, the half-elf bard, for at least one more session. <laughs> and Robert. Hey, I'm Rob. I play Giolo Fane, the uh, elf warlock. And uh, hey, he's between jobs right now. He's kind of getting his resume out there. So if you know a guy, just, uh, you know, hook him up. Well, there have been a lot of new openings in the city for various <laughs> reasons. So, uh... <laughs> uh, and Bree. Hi there, I'm Brianna, and I play Gwen Lothius, the Tafling Steel Soul. And last and certainly not least, Zach. What's up? My name is Zach, and I played Paxton Warren. Oh, always rough to hear that D. Past tense. Duh. Duh, duh. When you hit the D, it's just... Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
You never want the D. You never want. You never. It. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes you want the D, Look, but it's, you don't want to hit it, though. You don't. Yeah, yeah no, you don't want to hit the D. So, speaking of D, last last time. <laughs> never mind. I was gonna go a different way with that sentence. I'm, mm, I want to know. Last you guys, you, guys you, you guys took a lot of D last time. Um, oh, I was right. Was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We not really wrong. took the L, to be honest. Well, yeah. <laughs> Decidedly not pockers. <laughs> Holy we had, like, shit! A let's... Combo meal of like L's and D's. Yeah. <laughs> I just love Kelsey. Just use poggers. I, know, I know. I can't wait to listen to this in 2027. Um. <laughs> so you know what's weird? Kelsey was planking when they said that. Like it was weird. Like <laughs> you, you invoking hearing this in the future just made me think of this like great meme tweet I saw. It's like one day you're gonna be walking down the road. You're gonna reach into your pocket. You're gonna find one of those cloth masks, and you're say, gonna say, "Gosh, that was an interesting time." And then you're gonna go back to fighting road warriors for gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it didn't go great last time, breaking up that uh, little drug den. Um, but most of you managed to get away. You used Calypso's chariot, their rocket-powered chariot, to escape. Uh, and that was the least silly thing that kind of happened. The question I need to ask everybody is something I kind of asked you before we got started, but I'm going to phrase it a little differently. So, it's the dead of night. You have two bodies um, loaded up with you. You were taking it back to, to headquarters, and like, I I can't imagine the mood. Who breaks the silence first? Who's the first to say something, and what do they say? I'm not sure if we slowed down enough to say something, because... Yeah, I, I thought we were going to the temple. You're going to the cleric for... Yeah, yeah okay. like, desperately going I didn't know if you were trying to bring clerics to the headquarters or you to the clerics, but that makes sense. Temple first. Okay, so... I think we're all either, like, too injured or too still in shock to really talk right now. That's... <laughs> I think, yeah, I yeah. think it's kind of, like, all business. Like, anything we say is just, like, super efficient, let's get these people to medical attention kind of stuff. Right. Along the ride, Bo would probably be administering some sort of healing to the people who are up, too. It's going to take you about five or ten minutes to, to get where you're going. So there's this large temple um, toward the center of town. And it is, it, it, it's a place where everyone can come and worship. The gods thing is a whole nother situation. But for right now, um, you know, there's there's some place there for everyone to worship. So I imagine you come streaking up in your lowrider and you start unloading, I guess, and like just like carrying them in like it's an emergency situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Um, real, so. Real like crash cart emergency room drama moment. Right. I think um, Gwen would probably run ahead because she's not going to be much help carrying the bodies, but she'll be like slamming on the door and getting attention. Boston through, yeah. Yeah. So 
normally this place is either shut down or um, it's off hours. It's it's kind of, you know, they're there for minor healing and worship and stuff like that because, you know, people are up at all hours of the night. It's a big city. Um, so someone will be there to, like, prop open these big doors and let you in and, the, oh, come on in, there's a, there's a space over here. Um, this place has seen a lot of visitors within the last week or two. Like, it's, it's just been, I mean, hell, ever since, even before the riots, like, there's just been stuff going on. So, they're gonna start checking for signs of life, and they're gonna start, they're, they're, they're gonna start trying to see what they can do, and once they realize that they're gone... The question is kind of like, well, did you bring them here for last rites? Like, what do you, you you're like, what would you like us to do? Bring them back. And she okay. would say that very matter, like, no, you have to, like. So there's a, there's a salt and pepper guy, um, looks to be, um, probably early fifties. Uh, his name's Horace. And... Horace is very calm, trying to, you know, like, there's a very disappointed look on his face, like, ah, oh, there's, there's nothing we could do, like, to, to, to heal them, to help them. And if you matter-of-factly say, let's all just bring them back. Well, not, like, more, more screamy than that, a little bit more desperate. Okay. But still, like, please, like, do this, like, she's very upset, like, Clearly, yeah. I'm sure that they've seen this before, but that's how she's behaving. Is like you have to, you have to bring them back. You have to bring them back, and she isn't really thinking. I understand that you're very upset right now. Um, it, it isn't a simple matter to try and bring someone back. It's, it's very dangerous and painful. There's been a lot of loss in the last... It's been a very difficult time for the city, and we're stretched to the absolute limit. Do you, do you understand? Because he's kind of whispering, she does, like, before she was borderline screaming in this temple. It echoes, right? It's yeah. a big, open uh, cathedral hall type thing. Um, but she will calm down enough to speak at a lower level to say they they work for the city there's we were just they were trying to help and we need you to bring them back because everything's going wrong and we we need them back please they they were trying to protect you guys they were trying to protect the city is anyone else saying anything or is it is it pretty much Gwen taking the lead on this? Um, Gwen should never take the lead on anything. <laughs> uh, Giolo will kind of add, if it's if it's money or favors or whatever it is, the answer's the answer's yes, right? Like we'll we'll do it, you know, just get it done, and we'll we'll do what it takes. He's gonna he's gonna like not like perk up, and almost interrupt. This isn't. This isn't about money. It's, it's. I think we have maybe one cleric who 
may be approaching the amount of time in recovery it would take to even attempt something like this. And even then, it would be one of them. We certainly couldn't attempt both. And even that is... It's a long shot. I, I would have to speak with them, and it's... It's a lot to ask of someone. I think Gwen would reach up and take Bo's hand and, like, tug on it a little bit. Just to be like, what What do we do? Calypso will kind of step up a little bit, and they're, like... <laughs> they're a bit quiet because they are still, like, very much, like... Like, they're, they're, they're still using the, like enhanced spell to basically keep themselves from passing out like they're still some like gold kind of like shimmer just on their skin from that and if you can't I we understand and thank you for your uh, compassion um, Paxton was a paladin no cleric sorry pa Paxton was a cleric of um, I think I uh, don't know if he might know anyone here and we don't know the identity of this one if <laughs> as far as dealing with their death rights and everything I yeah if, if uh if we can only have one, the you know, it's Paxton, right? And we'll do it. I mean, bring whoever it is out here, right? Just bring, just bring them out, and we'll talk it over. Don't, I mean, you know, no, no, there's no need to negotiate for us. There's no, just uh, whoever it is, bring, bring them out. I'll talk. No, I. I... <laughs> Let me ask a question really quick, um, Zach. Yes. Would you say there's a chance that Paxton had any connection to this? Oh, yeah. Like, what was his standing in the Brightport community, cleric-wise? Do you think? Oh well, God's honest truth. That's where he spent most of his time is with the clergy because his his uncle Zadok was is a priest in the clergy somewhere. He's not a big time player in the priest world, but he's he's been a devout priest his whole life. He's the one who taught Paxton how to be growing up how to be a man and a priest so he's been in the clergy and around this area for a good while so he could be known but he's you know he's young so it depends you know and he was doing other things like he went kind of political fast i guess like you know he went to this bureaucratic side really quickly i guess so like it's only been like a day <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you want to fix problems at the root right like you want to so well, he he was you know a cleric of Arathis, so he got really into law, yeah, and all that stuff right, in, yeah. in politics. Oh, also, he is uh, no more, so we'll see. How old does the Raven look? She looks relatively young, like maybe late twenties, like maybe thirty, but not. It, yeah, she doesn't look too too old. Give me a religion check. If you could, there, Zach. Let's 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 see what's going on. 
If this is more than just a Zach thing, uh, Giolo is trained in religion. Well, this is more just to see what his reputation oh, okay, okay. religiously would be there. So that's a 20. That's pretty big. So nice, that would be nice. that would be brownie points. Now, here's the thing. This is a long shot. Because they've just been so... Like, they're stretched, right? So... I'm going to leave this up to a dice roll to see if it can even be attempted. Does that sound fair? Mm-hmm. Okay. I want one of you who isn't Zach to give me a flat D20 and on a 19 or 20 they'll attempt it. Oh, gosh. Mega long shot. Okay. It's a big long shot. Like, it's... But... Like, the first people... Like, the first... The first, like... Establishment that people turn to when there's tragedy is the, the clergy. Yeah. And they can't bring back everyone. Like, so... There's a cost to it, but mostly it's... It's almost like an insurance policy in case someone passes away attempting it, or what. It's a huge thing. So. And also imagine a, a big disaster kind of thing. It's like, okay, well, we could spend like one person like, almost completely to bring back one person back, or we could use them to help save the lives of several people that are like wounded but still alive. And, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. so. If it's someone who they think is going to help out, you know more people in the long run, then yeah, it's worth it. But if it's just, you know, Jeff from down the street, like, it's mm-hmm. it's tough to rationalize it. And it's it's a terrible thing. Like... Yeah. No, it makes complete sense. I, I just don't want to be the one to roll. I think Zach should pick the person who rolls. Oh. Oh, wow. Come on, Zach. Who do you want to blame? <laughs> Who do you want to carry the guilt? <laughs> guilt? Okay, you're, you're, guilt on a 10% chance on a d20 roll. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, there's no... <laughs> I'll do it, Zach. I'll only have 10% guilt, because it's a 10%. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, no, man, I'll, a d20 I'll... right now, it, like, have no chance. It's a 10. There's, there's no chance. It's not possible. No, there's a chance. Oh, uh, 10%. We did the numbers. I mean, look... We did the numbers. <laughs> we did that. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a long time. Figured out why two out of twenty is. <laughs> Here's the thing: we're over our quota for resurrection attempts, even for this arc. Yeah. And no, and I, it makes sense. It, this like, just makes from a sense, sense. You know? No, I'm isn't not a son of a that. isn't a son of a bitch when you're the next person in line. Nah, we're close to resurrection. I know. Son of a bitch. So, but you know what? I, I you know what? I, it's okay if Rob rolls. It seems like he's all right with it. It's, it's no big deal. Uh, man, I can make. It, I can be at peace with it if you can be at peace with it. it yeah, it's, it's all. Up to, it's not even. It's not even like we're playing physically, and I could like put some spin on it for you. It's like I'm gonna get what I'm gonna get. <laughs> I'm gonna blow into my mic, and it's gonna be good luck. Ready? <laughs> yeah. <There we laughs> Come on, Daddy needs a new pair of sneakers. Daddy needs a new cleric. <laughs> Daddy wants the old cleric back. Daddy wants the old cleric back. <laughs> Come on, Daddy needs some defiance of death. Um, okay, All right. here we go, man. Hoping go. for the best. 
Oh my god! Wow! It's a one. They stab the corpse. They just yeah. No, he's done. A cleric runs out of her going, "Oh, I can do it. I have it in me," and then just drops dead. Heart attack. The cleric grabs Paxton by the head and just starts jostling his neck. This guy. This guy. This guy. You want back? This guy. So. Wouldn't have been me. I wouldn't have done it either. That is so. a one, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. So no. No, that not like that. I think, I I think Horace would go and check on this person because they have like their own infirmary in the back for people recovering for because it's so draining and just like they're laid up in bed for like a week afterwards sometime, mm. and you'd hear those. Like, you'd hear those footsteps in the cathedral, like, you know, as he's rounding the corner, like he's almost like he's wearing heels. But he's going to come back and say, I'm sorry, they're just in no shape to attempt this again. Not in good conscience. I I couldn't let them. We understand. Thank you for looking into it. Um... What, uh, uh, what about the guy who fixed up Gwen? What do you think? you think we could try that? Is there more of that? Do you know of anybody else in the city who might be able to help us? You're talking to Horace? Yeah. Well, again, it's it's a risky proposition. If you could find someone who would be willing to attempt it, but usually there has to be some strong personal connection, a reason to Gwen's eyes are going to light up a little bit and she's going to look at, to Paxton. His uncle. Wasn't wasn't his uncle a cleric? Was his uncle a cleric? I, I vaguely remember that being the case. He was more like a priest with uh, less uh, less clerical powers, more like, you know, just faith, I guess. But I don't know. He could have powers. <laughs> I have no idea. As far as, as, far as Gwen knows... It's worth a shot. And then she's going to look to the raven. Does anyone know who she is? Who they are? I. She's going to look to you guys. Like, obviously none of us know, but she's half hoping. I mean, should we unmask the raven? The the raven's already unmasked. Oh, yeah. Oh, that... Okay, we have looked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of knocked off of her after... Yeah. yeah. They gotcha. seem to be female presenting. That was the reveal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know yet because we haven't spoken to them. A little hard now. Yeah. Uh, Horace would um Horace would look down for a couple of seconds and then he he kind of hold up his hand. I I have met this young lady before. She she had a pretty nasty drug habit a long time ago, and she managed to turn that around, and I had heard she found new work in the city, but I... Does she have family? Uh, I believe her mother were, was the only thing, and she had died. That was... That was shortly before the drugs, so... <sighs> Her name was Alma Price, if that helps. She was in the book. Good for her. Um, Gwen is just gonna crumble at that, because she 
thought at the very least I could tell her family and I think if you take on that job you're probably you probably don't have an extended family like it's yeah. not no or you shouldn't like you probably shouldn't she'd move over to Alma and put her hands cross on her chest and probably give her hand a squeeze and whisper I'm, I'm sorry and then turn back to Horace. We, we have to try for Paxton. Can you keep her here for right now? You can tell, man. This guy wants to stop you. But, like... It, of course, we'll... We'll prepare for burial. Okay. Are you taking Paxton with you? That's... That's what... Gwen would want to do. I'm not sure. Like, again, everyone's letting Gwen just do whatever she wants, but <laughs> that would be what she would try next. And she can't carry Paxton, so she would probably ask Bo to do it. Yeah, <laughs> Bo would. Bo would definitely carry Paxton, and probably would, you know, try to offer some sort of comfort to Gwen, seeing her so upset. Calypso. Yeah, I just. Calypso just kind of like they just sort of shrug a little bit they don't really have much to say right now They're... man that story was rough Jason <laughs> I Ugh. oh man there, it gets rougher but like you don't she was um she was actually working with the black hand thinking that like it's like oh this that's is that's where I heard her yeah this is going to turn the city around and all that stuff. And she just, she, she kind of felt led astray after all that stuff. And like, I guess she thought that was the best way she could help. Just, uh, know that she died a dealing a blow to the, uh, I can't remember their name either. Bad, to, bad to, brothers. No, Iron, but <laughs> Iron Knuckle Boys. Iron Knuckle yeah, Boys. Yeah, I mean, hopes, yeah. Bad she, brothers. <laughs> she died dealing a blow to some of the elements that were trying to continue uh, spreading drug abuse and stuff so that <sighs> yeah will you, will you let us use your cart to go to the lower part of the docks if I recall correctly is where Bianca oh, lives yes sorry that no that's of course but yeah, I guess we'd all load up, and the fun part is we have no idea where his uncle lives, so... Yeah, I don't even know where you, where you're going to start that suit. Do you have a name? I remember it was the lower quarter, and we have Paxton's last name, which I know to be... Open up. Oh, uh, it doesn't open. What's his last name? I don't Ward. think... Ward. It's, it's on his character. Warren, isn't it? Warren, Warren. Yeah. It's a bad Warren. start, guys. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> oh, it's right there in the chat because he just rolled. God. Oh, there it is. Warren. Yeah, Warren. Isaac, I called Merrick by the wrong name for like years, so it doesn't mean I don't love you. Do you know? Do not worry about it. You guys are doing excellent, by the we way. We don't refer excellent. to last names very often. <laughs> so, like, what's the plan? You're going to knock on every door in the lower quarter of the city? Well, it's very late at night, if I recall correctly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Gwen... Maybe we should go back to that. 
No, I think Gwen would, like, we go to the lower quarter and she would start knocking on doors and seeing if anyone knows this man's uncle. Yeah, Mr. Like, uh, Mr. Warren, uh, you know, uh, yeah. presumably. Uh, should we, um, who's the guy who did Gwen's resurrection? Ah, that would be, uh, Archmage Fashir Alakin. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do we want to split up? I was going to say, yeah, uh, Giola would be willing to go check with, uh, Archmage Fishcan and see if, uh, <laughs> Literally, literally saved one of your teammates' lives. But, you know. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> he doesn't deserve any respect look, for that. <laughs> you made a mega complicated name, okay? And I <laughs> I have heard it. Fashir. You could stop at Fashir. Fashir, okay. Fashir. Do you want me to try to see if uh, Archmage Fashir has any tricks up his sleeve? I mean, we, we, gotta, we gotta exhaust every option, you know? Like, we do know he's powerful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hurt, I, I'm, so. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna take that as a yes. I'm gonna go. Um, and uh, Giello just kind of comes over and and pats his hand on Paxton's chest uh, for a minute, and uh, um, just kind of whispers, giving it everything we got. Pats him one more time and heads out the door. So Gwen's gonna knock on doors, man. She's she's doing the footwork. She's doing what Brianna would never do, which is talk to strangers. <laughs> this is role play. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come back to you because there's gonna be another hail mary roll, but we'll come back to that. Who's going with? Who's going with Gwen? Uh, and, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Anybody going with Giolo? No, I gotta carry Paxton. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't necessarily need company for this. I I mean he's he'd be in a safe part of town, right? Safe-ish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, safe. Yeah, yeah you're fine. Yeah, yeah. It's the middle of the night. What could happen? <laughs> How would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Thing to say. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Me or Jolo? You. you, you uh, the, the three people who decided to go knock on doors. Right. Because you tripled your chances, I guess. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know if Calypso and Bo are knocking on doors. Maybe, well, maybe you see if a bar is open or something. Maybe maybe like a bartender knows the neighborhood and would know like mm-hmm. regulars and stuff. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to I'm going to cut back to each of you at certain times. But I'm going to ask you to give me a flat d20 roll. One by one. If you roll a 20, you're going to get a hot tip. If if you roll a 1, you're going to get stabbed for waking somebody up in the middle of the fucking night. (laughs) Wow, Jason, that sounds... uh, That sounds personal. Yeah. Look, a man's resurrection is at stake. This is... I they mean, didn't know that, man. There's a lot of resurrections. There's a, I don't think like, they resurrected him. It's more of like informing next of kin. <laughs> but like... It's the lower quarter and like three in the morning. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Okay. Let me go first? With our track record of 
secret <laughs> ones. I don't know that this is going to go very well. I, I just love getting stabbed. Let's, uh... <laughs> Let's throw these dice, turn this into a I'm slash I'm the opposite reflect. of that Rick and Morty guy. <laughs> Here I go, I'm getting stabbed again. Like... Give me a flat t20. Okay. 15. It's not, 15. It's not a one. It's not a one. It's it's much closer to a twenty. Yeah. Let's uh let's follow Giolo for a little bit. So Giolo is going to yeah we're gonna stretch this out. We're <laughs> content. So, yeah, Giolo is going to get to Archmage Fisher's place, which you've been to one other time. Um, and uh, it's 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 kind of this funky older house. Um, and if you were to knock on the door. It would probably take a while for someone to answer. But by like the third or fourth time you knock, this that that you know, Fisher would open the door. This this older, kind of disheveled looking man, it looks like it looks like maybe he's been drinking. Okay. Um And he's just kind of kinda of like peer around like the the, the 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 door. What do you want? Archmage Fisher? Uh, hi, yeah, uh, Geolofane. Uh, we we met earlier. Um, I wasn't I wasn't as uh, as you know. Uh, I didn't talk much that time that we met, but we met. Uh, we, we were part of the uh, we're part of the Firebrand project. I, I, I am, and my friends who are not here are also part of it. Uh, but uh, hey, um, good evening. He's not going to say a word, and he's just going to step aside and open this door up wider so you can come in. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. Uh, we, um, we have a problem, and uh, we're we're low we're low on options. Um, and and I, I appreciate you hearing me out uh, this late at night. Um, uh, Paxton Paxton has died in the line of duty, um, and I I don't know I don't know if you have more of what you used on Gwen or some, some other methods or something um but uh, he yeah uh we uh we were trying to stop the iron knuckle boys um they they're running drugs all over the city and and we got in over our heads and uh we're just we're we're at our wits end uh we uh it's i mean i guess it's been rough for everybody here but uh if you if you have any anything or any ideas, uh, um, you know, I, I, I speak for everybody uh, when I say we're willing to do what it takes. The entire time he's kind of he's kind of squinting at you, like he's like the, his eyes are adjusting to the light or something. And eventually, he's going to sit down in this this big plush chair, and. Everything in him is just going to collapse when he hits the chair. Just ugh, like just like he deflates, kind of. He's a little hunched over, uh, and he's going to point to. He's going to kind of like motion to a chair. Sit, sit. Yeah, Joe, have a seat. Sure. Um, he has definitely been drinking and is continuing to drink. <clears throat> so the firebrand is still a thing. Yeah. For the moment, uh, who knows? Who knows how much longer? Um, <laughs> not really. 
Probably getting a great track record to start. I heard about Stevie. And he's not making eye contact when he's talking about, like, he's not, like, he's looking at his drink. Yeah. What a mess. Can I also, if you have, you have a cup here, can I just, uh, it's all right? Oh, yeah, just, they're all dirty, go. Like, the chest. <laughs> Like, nothing. He hasn't done dishes in a while. <laughs> Giolo, uh, Giolo pours himself uh, uh, kind of just like little little half thing to sip on. You know, I knew that boy when he was in training. And he didn't know anything. I honestly thought he'd get killed about six months in. But he was tenacious. There's long pauses where he's just staring off into the middle distance like... You can tell he's got one foot in the conversation and one foot somewhere else. And part of that's the booze. I uh, didn't know you two were were as close as that. Uh, knew him for over thirty years. It was it's almost like a son to me. Giolo kind of feels like he sees where this is going already, but he doesn't. He doesn't like hurry it. Right, right. You know, <clears throat> I watched him spend his entire life trying to fix this place. And it eventually swallowed him whole. And now you've lost someone, too. Yeah, and uh, and there was this other vigilante, the Raven, uh, who was there trying to help us, too. And uh, they got her, too. <laughs> it was a real mess. I, I can't do what I did for Gwen. Again, I don't have the material. Um, there may be something, but I would have to look around. Did, uh... Was that, was that, uh, the thing you'd have to look around for? Was that an option for Stephen, or, uh... No. No, Stephen's gone. Well, no, I mean, like, look, I want, I want Paxton back as bad as anyone in Firebrand, but why didn't you, uh, or, or did you look and not have an option when he died, or, I'm just, I'm just wondering, 
I don't know. That's kind of what I thought you were getting at. That no. uh, we we talked a long time ago. Many times it came up, but he was um, <clears throat> always adamant that if he were to die, then that would be it. He didn't. He didn't want a second chance. I, I told him that I was working on something that would make his job less dangerous, and he. <clears throat> He was sure he could do it his way and get the people of Brightport to change. And that just never worked out, I guess. Do you believe in uh, in his mission? Do you do you think he uh, do you think he thought? What do you think he dreamed too big? I guess, or uh, because I'm starting to feel it, you know, uh, we just keep getting our teeth knocked in out there. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if there's any hope for, uh, for making this a better place. <clears throat> this is the first time he's going to kind of perk up a little bit. Um, and he's kind of like motioning to you with his drink, kind of talking with his hands a little bit, spilling just, just a couple of drops here and there. I told Stephen over and over again that you couldn't trust people who have spent their entire lives clawing at each other's throats to suddenly change. They needed a reason to change. It had to be it had to be their only option. And he just never saw it that way. He believed that eventually it would all turn around. There's gonna be another long pause, and then he's <clears throat> he's gonna he's gonna look up at Giolo. Wait, who's who are you working under now? I mean, we kind of just kept going freelance. We uh, we had a, we had a plan before what happened uh, to Stephen, and and so we we went on with the plan we had. And no one said anything to you. Did anyone say anything to us? <laughs> no. No. Okay. I was gonna say I, I didn't think so. No. Um. I I guess in everyone's defense we didn't really ask we just kind of you know in the moment uh it seemed to be time to take action and we just just went on i don't i don't know if we had a plan for what we were going to do next after this if it worked out better or not he's going to he's going to use his arms and like push up out of this 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 like deep cushy chair and like kind of like set his drink down quickly come with me come on and he's going to smack Giolo's knee, just... I, I have something to show you. Come on. Giolo slams his liquor real quick and follows along. <laughs> this is not weak stuff, by the way. Like, he was... He was trying to get drunk, obviously. Giolo's a gentleman of the evening. He, I think he's 
he's yeah, able yeah, to do yeah. one of these at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not not like a check. It's more just like this was not a sipping beverage. He was just partaking in a little bit. Like it was. Mm. It's like oh, you're trying to escape something <laughs> like that type of thing. How about we catch up? How about we catch up with the gang knocking on doors? Jamie. Yes. Can I get you to do me a favor and roll a flat d20? You got it. Oh, so close. Ooh, 17. So, while you guys are knocking on doors, and probably every second or third person is going to yell at you, just, Mm -hmm. it's like, what the, it's, go away, it's the, I have to be up at dawn, and you people, you know, that type of thing. And it's just house after house after house, and there are so many. Is there a conversation that takes place? Is there like... Because I think in movies and stuff, there's that moment where it's like, well, let's get out there. But they usually don't check in an hour or two into the situation to see... You know, that's why we have montages. So, like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, Calypso's, like, half asleep. I think, like, just, like... (laughs) Yeah, this way, cool. And then just, like, not... I think if it's obviously hopeless, like they're not going to find him tonight at the very least. Eventually, Gwen would probably collapse from everything. Yeah. Like, I was about to say, we when does that adrenaline wear off? doing too? well. Like, <laughs> hung upside down, half dead. Like, I think eventually she'd be in the back of the cart and, like, maybe we're driving to the next town over or what have you. And she would fall asleep next to Paxton's body. If Gwen falls asleep, Calypso's gonna kind of look at Bo and be like, do, do you think it's okay if we maybe head back? <laughs> now we should probably call it a night. Yeah, okay. Do you want to try one more house? Sure. Well, you say it like that, yeah. Kels, I mean, Kels hasn't rolled, so... I was going to say, if you get three rolls, you do not use all three. (laughs) (laughs) Then Zach gets to be mad. Zach gets to be real mad. (laughs) 15, 17, 15 is not bad, but it's not a 20. At least it's not even close to a one. So everyone was fairly understanding. They're like, sorry about your dead friend. I still have to get up and lift boxes in like. Yeah. So I think as like. Like, the sun's kind of threatening to raise in the sky. Like, you, you see that, like, light pink aura on the horizon. You still got a little bit, but, man, it's just been... It has been a long day. Going back to Giolo and uh, Fashir. Um, Fashir would lead you to this... Um, this bookcase. And he would pull one of the books back on it. And there's a goddamn secret passageway in here. Like an old-fashioned, I have a secret passageway leading to a secret basement thing. Serious archmage business. Yeah, it's, yes, this is, this is, I'm doing something, don't look. Um, shut that behind you. And he's gonna start going down this long spiral, um, staircase, and... Every time you drop a level, there's going to be this 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 slight illumination, like it, it's going to kind of pop up 
um, almost like someone's flicking lights on, but it's a very soft light. Hmm. And it's kind of these steep stone steps. Um, and he's he's even going to tell you, watch yourself. Please don't fall on me while we're going down here. I used to be able to traverse them better. Gielo just, yeah, grunts an acknowledgement. And is there a handrail that I can brace on just to... Oh, hell no. There's no... This oh, was okay. not built to any standard. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he then just kind of like places his hand along a wall as he goes just for an extra contact point. <clears throat> yeah, it there really should be a handrail. This this was yeah. OSHA would be furious. Oh, absolutely. That's why the that's why it's secret. So getting to the bottom of this place, it is this large pitch black room. And there's a couple of tables um he has on the wall uh next to the staircase, and they're gonna he's gonna wave a hand and they're gonna illuminate. And there's been like you could tell he's working on a bunch of different things but there's some books um that look like they haven't been touched in a while and he's gonna he's gonna brush one off so i worked for a long time on a project and i i kept hinting at it with steven and he never really was receptive to it but Maybe it's time that we try something a little more drastic. And he's going to turn and wave his hand, and one by one, these rows of lights are going to brighten up a space all the way to the back of this place. And it's, it's almost like a, like a huge garage or something like that. It's, it's, it's massive under there. And... There are rows of Warforged bodies over and over again that have been hand-built. And there's one near the front next to this chair. Can I get an Arcana check from Giolo? Probably. Uh, let's see here. Skills. Yes, I am turned. That's a oh. So you probably wouldn't get what the chair's for or anything mm. like that, but you need to think about this carefully. But we could take your friend and put it put him in a new body. But it it wouldn't be the same. Moreover, maybe we could use these other bodies to clean up the streets a bit. I see you're giving me the, uh, like, the, uh, what I want to say, like the, the, uh, iRobot conundrum or the, the Terminator. Uh, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like, do I want to release an army of T-1000s for, <laughs> you know, like, uh. Well, uh, okay, look. I'm just, Ever I'm just since, look, I'm just imagining a metal skeletal foot crushing a human skull surrounded <laughs> by fire, as in Terminator, uh, as as we unleash. <laughs> it's like, it's it's the opportunity to do a reverse Malchus, <laughs> right? And it's I will say this, I will say this. Media has not portrayed robots very kindly in this situation, 
Uh, the closest I think we got was RoboCop. Uh, and that's in, that's, that's, that's a cyborg. Oh, Johnny Five. We could go Johnny Five. He was a pretty nice robot. There you go. Um, but for every Johnny Five, we have an Ed 209. So we got. (laughs) Do you, is that on your face? Is that like a what? Like a, like you're not keen on the idea? Well, uh, I mean, Giallo doesn't have the extensive um, sci-fi dystopia movie knowledge that Rob has. So of course, of course. Perhaps perhaps not quite as much on his face. Um, I think he has questions. So he's like, okay, uh, it's, I, mean, I guess it's not like an awful idea, but it's, uh, we, we only have one Paxton. And the rest of these don't, don't they all need souls? Don't they? How does it work? How does he's going to wave his hand? No, no, no. It's <sighs> obviously soul would be uh, usually uh, ideal. But I think this would just muck up the works. What we want are individuals who can't feel pain who aren't scared who who can help do what's necessary just 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 accompany you on missions and, and keep you keep you safe with safety in numbers they aren't afraid to catch fire they aren't afraid to to go down dark alleys and think about it. if you had and he's going to kind of like wave to the, if you had to put a number of, there's probably a good 40 or 50 down mm-hmm. here. If you had a fraction of these tonight, do you think things would have gone differently? Well, yeah, I mean, almost certainly. Uh, I mean, are they, are they just, are they just golems at that point? Are they obedient? And who who tells them what to do other than us? Are we fully well, in charge? I, I, there's so many questions, man. It's <sighs> He's going to sit down on this stool. Well, I'm, <clears throat> I'm sure you've heard about the, the experiments that went on with the first group of Warforged. It was terrible, awful. But um, again, there's no, there'd be no souls. They, they, they could learn and adapt, but they wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to hurt their feelings. And, and they would listen to you and do their best to help you achieve your goals. I. I just think if Steven saw something in you, in your group, he thought that that could have been the turning point, that that we should give it every chance. Well, you said yourself he was uh, idealistic. I mean, maybe to a fault. So who knows if he saw us as... uh you know, rough cut gems, or uh, if he was just uh, 
just a foolish dreamer. But, um, I mean, I guess, I guess I got to go find, uh, the rest of Firebrand and pose the question. I, I can't make the choice myself, but we, I don't even have, uh, don't even have Paxton here to, um, to tell you yes to go for it. So, so I guess you may just get everyone together right away. You're just going to stay down here, uh, have, have a seat, relax a little bit. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> okay. You want, you want us to give you a couple hours? It, take your time. It's not... I, I understand that this isn't easy, but I don't think any of what you've been put through has been easy, so this may be par for the course. But, but please, go talk it over with your friends. Uh, you can just knock on my door. I'll wake up. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll give you a little time. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me in. And, um, I'm sorry about everything. You know, it's, it, it is, but it isn't our fault, I guess. I don't know. I mean, there's so much going on, but we're involved and I just want you to know, I'm sorry. He knew what he was doing and there was probably 20 times before that he thought he was going to die. Just can't dodge the arrow every time, I guess. Giello kind of nods solemnly and uh, says, yeah, um, hey, you you get some sleep and uh, I'll uh, I'll come back little bit uh mid-morning um hey drink drink some water before you go down take care of yourself you know what i'm saying uh it uh it's it's worst if you don't uh you know take a little take a little water on the side he would kind of give you like a like just kind of like just like <laughs> brush you off like make sure and shut the bookcase when you go Okay, yeah, Giolo goes up and makes sure to shut the bookcakes and uh, goes to reconvene with the party, I guess, wherever we'd wherever we'd crash for a little bit. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to hear this pitch. Yeah! <laughs> right? Do you know, know what's crazy? Through Giolo. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Giolo's always the one who wanders off, talks to somebody, and has to come back with this lofty, like, okay, guys, this is Here gonna sound out. crazy. Giolo's but... the one who always advances the plot while we do busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. But also, I'm a natural pitch man, so maybe. <laughs> you want to hear our There's gonna be more depth to it. I'm not going to oversimplify it. I promise. It'll be great. So I guess it depends who gets back first, but I feel like if we're already there, we're all probably already passed out. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly, I figure that... This is the next morning conversation, or next period of time conversation. I don't know. Let's say, let's say it's dawn. Like, maybe you guys have had a chance to pass out for at least a few hours yeah, like, <clears throat> yeah the light wakes you up and everything because you know that the clock's a ticking right like you don't you don't usually get more than a day with a person before you know 
their soul's gone and there's no sense in trying anymore, but um I imagine <laughs> I imagine Giolo would kind of speak up and just at least tell everybody. It's like, well, I found him like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, certainly after we, after we, you know, get that little bit of rest, um, obviously there's, there's no, you know, there's no point in rushing back so fast that, you know, he does the archmage doesn't get to sleep, but, um, so are we just cutting to mid morning and, um, I kind of reconvene everybody. Yeah. Let's say that. Okay. And so I, I take it. They tell me they had no luck finding, uh, the uncle, right? Mm hmm. Okay. Um, so, uh, all right. I went to Fashir. Fashir, bingo, okay. bingo. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I went to uh, I went to Archmage Fashir, and he graciously uh, let me into his house. We had a little, we had a little heart to heart, and um, he has an idea. So it's a, I mean, after uh, the measures he went to, to bring Gwen back, I would say this is like on the level, maybe even, uh, okay, maybe a little, how about I just tell you? All right. So, um, Archmage Fashir. Uh, has had a plan in case Stephen's uh, more idealistic methods to bring um, to bring the city uh, back to order, uh, you know, weren't going to work out. Um, and part of that plan was a warehouse of about four dozen warforged bodies that he's been building in his basement behind the secret bookshelf? Excuse me? No, you didn't mishear it. I said what I said. Uh, it's That's that's what it is. Um, so he's got all these warforged bodies and they're not, uh, they're not moving. Uh, they're not doing anything. Um, okay, that's a good thing. One of them is set up in such a way that perhaps, uh, if you're all good with it, we could try to transfer Paxton's soul into that body and uh, get him get him back into action here among us, living and and continuing to, uh, you know, uh, rally the people and all that other stuff that he does, um, and uh, which would be great. Like, I'd, I'd feel better. Uh, but then also, uh, the Archmage... So, so, sorry, sorry, can, can we... No. The, the first... Uh, unless you have a way to speak with him from wherever his soul is, I mean, it, we can't exactly get consent. <laughs> That's... I mean, we didn't... Did we worry about that for Gwen, to be this fair? Is, did we... The Warforged is... I don't know much about it, but that's not a... That's a completely different body. It's should, not... Should we roll to see how much we know about the Warforged? Because we're on the opposite side of the continent as the war. But we're close to... Uminero. Yeah. yeah. You'd, you'd have to head 
you'd have to have your head pretty deep into sand to not know anything. But yeah, please give me an arcana check. But uh, more than that, what are your personal feelings on, you know, on that whole situation? I'm actually thinking, I'm wondering how much Gwen knows. Oh. Holy shit, Bo. I'm literally, I don't know what it is. Like, I'm only allowed to ever roll ones, ever. ever. That's not That's true. That's not true. You got, a, you got a 17 when we were looking for his uncle. That is true. You know what I mean. Here's the thing. I think it's your internet, and the second you get your internet replaced, it's 20s all around. Yep. That's, That's what we're going to do. Oh, it. uh, it's just bad juju from the internet. That is. Baby, that's baby, it. Baby's eating all your 20s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's Come that, on, it's that thing about uh, the baby taking away her mother's beauty, except not sexist and terrible. It's just... Yeah. So, when? More so than knowing what the Warforged are, knowing where they came from and why... Because, like, they were to protect Uminiero for a very long time. So an argument can be made that that's what they were built for in the first place. But also, it didn't go super well later on. So would she know about that and why? And With, so, <clears throat> you're rocking a 14. I think you know the, the basic backstory, like why they were created. Why, 13, 14, yes. Two, not so much, but... <laughs> What's a Warforged? <laughs> what Warforged? What are you talking about? Wasn't that uh, one of those, like, comic books? Like, suits of armor that? walking around this whole time? What the fuck? <laughs> How am I just noticing this? I thought that guy was just really buff. I didn't know. <laughs> what, whatever you think about the Warforged is probably along the lines of that, uh, the, like, birds aren't real conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen a bird. <laughs> Uh, so 13, 14, you'd know the basic, it's like, yeah, they were created up in Nero. they were, um, you know, they were used as guards, protectors, that type of thing. Uh, the twist is they had souls, which is pretty horrible, not great. Uh, and they were pretty much forced into a slavery position and yeah. not allowed to say no, and then... When the city was safe and the higher ups got bored, they pitted them against each other in Mortal Kombat. It's not the greatest history. And then some of those higher ups got even more bored and racist and went to the West Coast <laughs> and decided to do it again, but this time really put the fucking hammer down on them and make sure they couldn't say no. But they were really trapped in those bodies and couldn't, you know, see and understand everything that they were forced to do. So... This pitch isn't going great. 2.0, not great. Now, the two things that you would know in both of those situations were uh, that, one, very corrupt people had control, and two, there were real people in those bodies. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we haven't gotten to the, the other robots far apart. Absolutely, yes. I was like, like, was like, we can't get consent from Paxton to do this. It's not. Yeah, it's, no. Yeah. But uh, versions one and two of yeah. Warforged Experiment have not had a stellar reputation. Bo's just going to say, I think it would be best if we still contacted his uncle. No one's going to know what Paxton would have wanted other than him. And if we have time, 
and Bo will sort of look to Giolo to see if there's like a time limit on this. I mean, it would be as long as his soul's in his body, right? You only get you get 24 hours, so. Yeah, Giolo, Giolo kind of says, uh, I mean, I've I've never uh, put anyone's soul in another body before. I just every everything I've ever heard is sooner's better than later. We don't know even for sure, though. I mean, even if we get every assurance from the Archmage that there isn't some sort of... He didn't put some sort of control spells or something in there and or not in some way wouldn't be resigning Paxton to the slavery. I, I don't like the idea of a bunch of fucking robots coming in and just beating up poor people in our city. But as far as Paxton goes... If he's in one, then he's alive, at least, right? So, I'm I'm for Paxton thought. If we put him in there, and then he, like, wakes up and doesn't want this, could we then let him die? Is that... Sure, whatever, yeah. No, Calypso was asking Geolos, like, they don't know if that's, like, magically possible. And they're like, did you talk to the Archmage about this? Like... <laughs> I, I don't know the finer points. I just, all I'm thinking is that alive is better than dead. I mean, you know, he seemed to, he seemed to have goals. He seemed to have unfinished business. Warforged body, that's a downer, but he, he gets to go on pursuing his, his goal, his vision for the city, for the world. I, I don't know. I, without him here to say, I'd lean toward do it. I mean, Gwen's gonna raise her hand, like, to the side a little bit, and say, "As the only member of this crew who has actually been dead, being alive is better than dead. Like, <laughs> it just is." Diola just like holds his hand out in her direction, like Exhibit A, like. <laughs> <laughs> If you were brought back, and if you woke up that night and you were not in your body, in a different body, would... this body's only half mine now. And she's going to, like, flex her fingers and, like, claws are going to come out to kind of... She's sharing it with this thing in her body. She... It's not just her in here anymore. Um... What he does after isn't our business if he wants to end it once he's back but I think we owe it to him to try to bring him back first he's one of us I uh, Giolo turns his eyes to Bo to see if she has anything to contribute Bo is going to sort of just blatantly ask it seems that we're at an impasse perhaps we should just vote well I feel like we need more information and we need to talk to the archmage and I mean yeah sure uh, talk to the archmage talk to talk Paxton's to Paxton's uncle yes Paxton's uncle yeah uh, of course that, that's I think we have enough time for that at least what we what was the probably don't want to wait part of the, you said there were 40 of them but several dozen I, I don't I didn't uh, I didn't sit there and count them but it was uh it was significant. Um, yeah. And uh, the Archmage just focus on Paxton for right now, because that's a lot. 
Right, right. It's I mean, a bit yeah. terrifying that, you know, we had an archmage building a secret Warforged army underneath us, but... <laughs> he need 40 souls. What was that? Wouldn't he need 40 souls? He, uh, when, when he was talking to me about it, he seemed to, uh, be implying that there was a way to, to do it in a more, um, what I want to say, not, uh, to, to have them working in a less alive fashion. I, I don't, I don't know the finer points of it. Like, not, uh, you know, I mean, obviously if it's, uh, <laughs> one, one of you said something about, um, people trapped in bodies and not having control and that's, that's horrifying. If that's what he's talking about absolutely deals off right like that's yeah just uh just being along for the ride man that would just the thought ah uh but but no but if it's something it's you know if it's like uh ethical golem army you know uh then uh then that uh, seems like a pretty good deal let's as Gwen suggested, focus on Paxton for now. We can come back to this afterward. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess uh, let's go to the lower quarter and ask uh, people who'd be in the know if, if they know where, know where his uncle is. I guess we can probably leave Paxton here this time. So here's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. One more try. <laughs> Rob? Yes. I, I want you to roll a flat d20 on a 20. You're going to get a hot tip. Okay. Does, does it matter if I'm like asking like, like bar owners and stuff like people, you know, people who know who's in the community, people who'd see who, who comes and goes kind of thing. Uh, Zach, is your uncle a big bar fly? <laughs> so here's the thing, right? <clears throat> And I'm glad you asked me about this, Jason. I'm going to get you a, a clear overview of what this guy's like. Oh, imagine, <laughs> imagine a guy, imagine what Paxton's like. You know, a, a real a square-cut guy. Doesn't really do much, <laughs> doesn't drink, doesn't do all that stuff. Imagine who, what kind of guy would teach someone like that, you know? He's very oh. in bed at nine or eight. <laughs> mm, mm. Nothing so too risky. Uh, you know, hey. Yeah, I won't cast stones, but you know, um, he—he's a—he's a devout priest of a Rathis, which he used to be, or you know, however that's going, retrospectively. Um, so he spends most his time around the main Brightport uh, church, the the big one, the big temple. He's around there a lot, but he's like a small name, so he might be he might be hard to find. But you know, he's he doesn't really go around like seedy places. He's just he's just not rich, so he lives around the poor places, you know. Right. So he lives there, but it's not like he's drinking and whoring. Well, no, no, he's just he's just you know he's just he, he has a also, mod, very modest. He could also be ministering to the less fortunate, going into these bars. I don't know, like just you oh. know. The, you think about the most priestly bullshit, like the most mundane, the mundane stuff, the really, like, he, he's handing out bread to people who are hungry, that kind of stuff. Is he the type to hop up on a soapbox? <laughs> no, that was Paxton. That's Paxton what he would be. That's, that's, okay. that's, the, that's, that's where you get his hand slapped. Like, none of that. And you see why now. <laughs> so you're t- <laughs> So I, I, I get you're telling me I'm rolling for a 20, is what you're saying. Roll for a 20, yeah. Okay. 
17. Damn, 17. 17, 15, 17, 15. So, yeah. just so close. I not quite. Like the camera zoomed out and we're just missing him over and over. Yeah, like he's he's on the next street over or, yeah. Yeah, or like he, like right as we look over, he bends down to pick something up. So we didn't just look <laughs> past him. Okay. So I guess Fashir's next. I guess we all go to Fashir with Paxton's body for the for the big discussion. Okay, I'm gonna take your silence's agreement, and we're gonna go <laughs> as a party. Uh, as we go, I promise you that the bookshelf is very cool. <laughs> it is pretty cool. You have to get contractors to do that, and then you gotta <laughs> kill them so that they don't <laughs> tell anybody. I was about to say that, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so if you if you kind of knock on your door, it'll probably have to devolve into a pound eventually. Yeah, um, he's still passed out, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he and he's gonna, lot. you're gonna hear him shuffle to the door in the same, like, robes and stuff he was in when he answered the door earlier, and just blink, bleary-eyed, and, and stare at you. And he would probably stare for a good five seconds. G Giolo fills that silence by saying, you didn't drink the water, did you? Uh, come in. Like, just... just... <laughs> like, the sun may just be... They may as well be lasers directed right into his retinas. Like, it's... He's just... Yeah. But he's gonna, like, duck back into the house and, and pull back the door and let you in. Um, and after you all shuffle in, he would... Uh, like, kind of lean against the door and bolt it shut again. Um, oh, uh, I guess, Bo, you want to give me a hand with Paxton? Oh, I imagined, yeah. You guys yeah. would kind of yeah. respectfully kind of take him in here. And he's going to look down at Paxton. <sighs> Poor boy. So, we talked it over, I'm... I'm assuming we're doing this, like holding his head every couple of seconds. Like it's just like to know a little bit more first about the process before we go about doing soul stuff. Uh, you want to talk? All right. He's going to sit in his comfy chair and just kind of plop down. <laughs> Oops, I was kind of like looking at him just... Like raising an eyebrow, like okay, this is the guy we're supposed to do, like transfer our friend's soul into a robot. Like he's I mean, one, his defense, he's one and oh, he's, he's one and oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this is like even worse than the last time. <laughs> I guess him being drunk is not, or hungover now. Yeah, he, like, him being hungover is not, not a great look, but. And how many souls is Calypso transferred? That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's going to kind of rub his temples. Uh, uh, please, ask away. I'm more than happy to tell you all about it. So what exactly does it do? So you put the soul into the Warforge body. Is it... Would he still have all of his memories? Or still be Paxton, just in a different body, or...? Uh, well, the, the original Warforged uh, ritual um, 
that was based on stripping away memories, identity. They, they would have uh, sentience, but no, no, um, no history, no, nothing like that. Uh, that was done on purpose to, to, to keep them in line, to keep them doing what they're supposed to do. This is much simpler. It's just basically taking that bit out of the equation. It would be taking your friend and putting him in a new body. Um, now, that comes with complications. Um, you'd lose your sense of taste, touch, smell. There have been a few people who've gone very insane. Uh, because they couldn't adjust, but that's one in every ten. <laughs> Is there a way to tell if he, I don't know, if his soul like fights against it, if he doesn't want it in the process? Could we stop? I. Uh, we can stop almost at any time. Towards the end, it's go or don't go, but even after he's transferred, uh, his body is still his body. If he decides he doesn't want it, you can cut his head off. You can... Uh, or something yeah. something more humane, of course, but whatever well, ends it quickly. That's some relief, at least. I And you haven't done, like, he wouldn't be forced to follow anyone's orders. He'd almost look at you like, oh my god, what do you think of me? Like, Calypso just, like, flat, like, looks back at him. He's just like, there is a history Aww. to Warforge. Like, this is a question we have to ask. Like, <laughs> um, this, so he's going to stand up. Like, he's offended, just to I... <sighs> he's gonna take, it's just kind of like... I understand that certain people who were in the Archmage community may have given this project a bad name. But there are many out there who have been burned or, or maimed, and this is a second chance for them. And unless your friend said something about this beforehand, it might not be the worst idea. He'll still be him. No one will have control over his brain or actions. It'll just be him. His abilities? Would those uh, remain intact as well? What abilities? I just know that he's a very devout man, and I would hate for him to lose that. Him being a cleric is what I mean. Oh. Well. Ah. Uh, that might be an issue. Uh, there's no... There's no guarantee that he would still have all of that. It, muscle memory and, and years of training, it will be a completely new body. I, I mean... Is that why 
you haven't done it yourself. What do you mean? With me? Yes, I'm just curious. Well, What's wrong with my body? <laughs> He's going to start, like, looking down. <laughs> well, not just you, but... He other... likes drinking, Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> They're not going to comment on that, but uh, well, okay. It's not that he likes drinking. It was it was a drinking occasion. Like uh-huh, he... uh-huh. other archmages and people with abilities as well. Though I imagine people with the know-how are rather rare. It just seems that I don't know. You would see more wizard warforged walking about once they got close to death. Wow, well, it's a blend of things. But what I was just talking about, there's no guarantee that any archmage with any extensive knowledge would retain any of those powers. They may have to start training all over again. And the good news is you don't age the same way. You just have to maintain your body and you could theoretically live forever if you didn't go insane. Would he need to eat? No. No, 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 no. No eating, no drinking, no defecating, none of that. (laughs) (laughs) Those are all of Paxton's favorite things to do. (laughs) (laughs) He loved drinking and eating and shitting. Those are all of his favorites. (laughs) Poor guy. Yeah, at this point, it's it's already dead. It's not like that can really get worse, so... You understand why we have to ask you these things? I'm just not no. <laughs> I understand. It, it's definitely not for everyone. And, um... We may find out he hates it. And if so, that's... something we deal with when we deal with it. He's going to look over to Chiolo. Did you talk to them about the other thing? Yeah, I uh, brought it up, but uh, they uh, had a lot of questions, too. Important questions. You know, it's not like, uh, you know, slapdash questions. Is You know, this is also a big thing. They're both big things. Figured maybe we should uh, handle Paxton first before... Right, we were uh, kind of more on the clock for the first thing. Yes, is a expiration date. We should, we should, uh, yes. Well, take him this way. Mind the bookshelf. Um, and he's going to go start getting set up. Uh, as they're walking down the stairs, Gwen is going to lean towards Joel and it's like, "You're right. The bookshelf's pretty cool." Yeah. Right. See. <laughs> see. Yeah. It's rad. It's rad as hell. I wonder. I wonder if Calypso's place has one of these too. I bet. I bet it has like eight. Uh, probably right. Yeah. yeah. There's at least two, man. There's. <laughs> yes. I like the secret doors. <laughs> <laughs> and some paintings that you can stick your eyes into. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're gonna roll for your secret doors. That opens into like a chute that you can slide down. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. How does it work mechanically in terms of Paxton's new body? Do we like pick all of these Warforged bodies, what he's going to use, or are we going to be that is like ready to go? Well, there's one that's ready to go, but okay. I would be sitting down with Zach 
and we're going to build the look of this thing together. Oh, hell yeah. Cool. Because, uh... <laughs> we gotta get art done. <laughs> so, you know. How are you feeling, Zach? Oh, I'm feeling great, guys. Um, Excellent, excellent work. Continue, continue. I'm just... Just waiting for what happens next. <laughs> I don't want to say too much because you know I don't want to influence anything. So excellent yeah. job, everyone. You don't want to rob the the decision of the drama, right? Absolutely. So you know it's been so much. Like this episode has been the moral dilemma of how is he going to feel afterwards, and I'm you guys have to wait for that one. <laughs> no! Definitely earn that. <laughs> <laughs> Curse my metal body. <laughs> so, bringing Paxton down here and setting him up in that chair, there. He... So the archmage is going to start to strap him in. There are these big, thick leather belts to kind of keep his arms and legs, um, and then there's one that goes around his throat to kind of keep him, keep him back there, and. This is sitting right next to the singular Warforged body, the one that's different from the other ones. The other ones are more uniform. And he's kind of going to give everybody a look before he gets started. Like, does like anybody have anything to say? Because any more questions? I mean, a 10% chance of the crazies, that's like about the same chance of uh, getting an overtaxed cleric to cast a resurrection spell for you, and we were pretty sure we weren't going to get that, so. That's, that's true. So, he's going to start this ritual, and oh, hold on, it's going to... Wait, 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 wait. Did we actually all really, really okay this? Just, I, I feel like, I feel like we just yeah. kind of like no, shrugged and, and Jason started narrating. Are we all good? Oh. Yeah, I'm in. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I was about to say, I'll take like... your, I'll take your silence as, as tacit approval. Like I'm, I'm. <laughs> so, yep. he's going to start this this ritual, and it takes about ten minutes. Um, about five minutes in, there's going to be um, some heavy arcing electricity. Um, he would have probably told you at some point, it's like, stand way back. Like, just way back. Pax's armor off to go. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, 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 yeah. No we're not making a baked potato. Like, we're, you know, we can... You stick so... the thermometer in Paxton and figure out when yeah. he's ready. We want him at least 375. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Based Paxton regular. <laughs> you don't want him dry. So, at the at the nine minute and fifty second mark, Paxton's body, if not strapped down, would have rocketed off of this chair. Like there's a violent surge of electricity that shoots through his body, so much so that it looks like he's alive for a couple of seconds and in tremendous pain. It, it looks like someone's electric, like his his arms and muscles are going to contort and like strain almost. And then everything's going to stop. All the lights are going to go out. And slowly, almost like emergency lights, these these light blue orbs are going to light up around uh, the room here. And you can just make out 
Paxton's silhouette in the chair just like slumped kind of you can you can smell burning hair and 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 like slightly cooked flesh like you can smell it's not pleasant and this is not a ventilated room however that warforged body is going to spring to life <clears throat> Zach, I need you to do me one favor. Absolutely. I need you to give me the last flat D20 of the day. And if it's a one or two, you're going to have some crazy baked in. <laughs> Could it? But what are the odds? I need higher. Exact, need... precisely 10%. Those are the odds. <laughs> Shut up! Just, I... <laughs> Knowing Paxton... You said it would be a one or a, a one or a what? One a or 20? two. One or one two. One or two. One I think two. it needs to be a three or a four as well. Oh, he has no. a very good chance of going crazy. Oh, okay. That? Even even a five at this you're rate. You're filling maybe. us with regret. That's no, not, stop. I respect that you're being very, honest. I he has an excellent chance of going crazy. So you want a 25% chance? Yes. Okay. At least, uh, at least get something for this. Negotiate. Yeah, make a deal. Don't just... 25% chance of the crazies, but well, also laser hands. <laughs> also laser hands. Trust me. Like, okay, I'm going to sit down with Zach and do this. Zach's going to be fine. Like, I think, like, there may be some crazy, but he's going to he's gonna go out in a blaze of glory. I'm thinking Optimus Prime when he was resurrected later in the show, like season mm. three. Uh, like, that kind of shit. We're going to go a... on a quest for the All-Spark, you guys. <laughs> I mean, that sure means something to me. Uh, it's actually called the Aldabot Matrix of Leadership. The All-Spark is just kind of... Yeah, it's a thing that, like, Sh Sh Shia LaBeouf had to put back in Optimus Prime's chest when they were, like, in the pyramids of Egypt or something, right? That's what happened. Because yeah, Shia LaBeouf yeah. in the pyramids mm -hmm. and ruined them in movies. <laughs> I can think of twice now. That's too many Kelsey. Times. Uh, I need a flat D20 to see if Calypso goes crazy too now. Um, I need... And if you do go crazy, you're going to see robots with gold teeth who don't read. Um, that's what, that's what... What about, what about the robot that has wrecking ball nuts? Take yep. Oh my gosh, you guys are taking me back to the worst. Oh, oh you God. haven't seen this. Was of the course I haven't seen this. Uh, oh, oh it's so bad. I was <laughs> so mad. It's like, hey, we got the we got people from the original cast to do voices. I'm like, yay. And then Michael Bay's gonna direct. It's like, oh no. Transformers <clears throat> movie wrecking ball testicles on <clears throat> Yeah, they are they are testicles that are wrecking balls. Alright, without further ado, let's see if I go crazy. Yes. yes. Okay. Oh, Anything but a but, but a one through five. Six and higher, you're good. Don't worry, I have a strong mind. It's all right. Okay. Fifteen! Yeah, good, good. Nothing but high rolls today. All right. So, Paxton is going to eventually kind of focus. Like, I imagine, like, you don't have to blink now. But, like, I imagine there's a couple of seconds where it's very bleary. <clears throat> And slowly but surely, you're going to look down and see you. So do I, do I like, 
I, I get up in my Warforged body, but it's kind of like an outer body experience almost because I, I look over and see Paxton charred yeah. in a chair. And that's what that shock right there is what almost puts him in that, that crazy state instantly. But since he doesn't go crazy, he's just going to look down at his old body. Then he's going to assess himself and see he's mostly when he touches himself is it like metal skin type or is it like you are mostly reinforced steel Ooh, okay, um, steel. it is it, but there's no sense of touch it's like you ever sit on the toilet so long your leg goes numb mm-hmm. yeah it's like that so you could stand up you could use that leg but it feels like the, it's just it's just meat it's like it's not you know what I mean this feels like there, there's no feedback. There's no, it's just, uh. He's going to uh, look around <clears throat> for the first time, like he's becoming aware other people are around. Are the lights still dark? I think, I think for now they're, they're like dim, not dark. Um, and then uh, the Archmage would eventually kind of like get his shit together and like, turn everything back on. Uh, I guess Giolo will speak up and say, Hey, Paxton, man, you in there? He's going to slowly turn his head towards you and, like, uh... He'll start doing, like, a regurgitating type... type movement, and he's going to scratch at his neck. Then he's going to go... I can't feel anything. Giolo... Yeah, um, so it's going to take some getting used to, but we figured this was preferable to, you know, being dead, because you, you seem to have a lot of lot to do, and uh, you seem to have unfinished business. So um, just like we helped Gwen uh, get get back on her feet, we, uh, we talked to the Archmage, and um, we did the same for you, although uh, he... he kind of had different equipment to work with for you. He's going to take a second to take that in. He's going to say, I think I am starting to grasp the situation. I understand that I have died and this may have been the only way to bring me back. That's, uh, yeah. I mean, we, we didn't have a ton of time, so we, we had to take the uh, opportunity that was available. I. What happened in the city was because of me and my passion. I think this suits me perfectly for what I have done. I thank you all for your help. I get to see you all again and try to be better in a different mindset. Fuck you, Zach. That's amazing, but that hurts. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh man. I, I I'm sorry. Are people speechless? Like I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 I, no. That was too good. That was too good. That that's amazing. But also this is just off with the top. I'm just like. <laughs> no, dude. You I I did not expect to get this twist, but like me neither. Man, just gave it teeth. You just yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. No, it was just man. You got you got us. I honestly think that'd be a good time for us to stop for the night. Um, man, I'm glad you're not crazy. Yeah. Well, hey, that you? was a good. <laughs> I mean, it's not I'm over also... yet. I'm not initially crazy. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm not crazy as far as the dice now. <laughs> Would you say, Jamie? I said I'm also glad that you're not pissed. It kind of yeah. feels oh. like a win. <laughs> By the I way, thought, I do like, feel I thought... like. Uh, Gwen would have given you a hug, but that's just going to make it more sad because you can't feel it. So, but I can understand your human compassion for emotion. It's going to be great. Like, <laughs> I'm sure you heard at the beginning of the episode, but again, August 28th, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Pacific. It's the War into Lore. All day long, we'll be streaming sessions for you guys. Just like a mini Theriathon. That's when we launch our brand new setting book, Kickstarter, and we need your help more than ever. Make sure to spread the word. Make sure and let everybody know. Make sure and back the project if you can. Help us bring this to life as we've been working for many months behind the scenes. We can't wait to bring you another book packed full of stuff for your home campaign to thumb through, steal, take, change, whatever you want to do. There will be another preview. You could thumb through it while we're playing for you. Again, that's August 28th at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. We hope to see you there. All that being said, we'll see you next week with another brand new episode. Until then, good luck with your games.